You're listening to The Dollop on the All Things Comedy Network. Whoa. This is professional. And called it, quote, his jam patch. Jam patch? I'm the fucking hippo guy. Dave, okay. My name's Gary. <laughs> My name's Gary. Wait. Is it for fun? And this is not going to become the Tiggly Podcast. Okay. This is like anarchy. On a five-part coefficient. <laughs> My room's now hit him with the puppy. You both present sick arguments. <laughs> no sleep tell hippo. No sleep tell hippo. Uh, action part. Hi, Gary. No. Nicely done, my friend. No. No. Rona. Rona. June 6, 1969. Eric Prince was born to parents Edgar and Elsa Prince. Eric in Prince, okay. Holland, Michigan. Okay. Are you? Do you know who this is? No. Oh, my God. Oh my Why God. is that so funny? It's just crazy. You don't know. Oh who this is. wait, wait, wait! I do know who this is. Uh, I so, think I know who this is. So his uh, his dad Edgar, his father died when he was twelve. Uh, so uh, his mother, uh, Eric's grandmother, uh, took quote no government handouts, no chair, no charity from the church, not even money from family. So she right, and she st- did it her way, and yeah, well, sort of. She sent Edgar. Uh, who had two sisters to provide for the family. Okay, cool. So that's a different way. So she's not really being um, super great? Oh, I would say I would say she's being an asshole. Right, okay, yeah, yeah. I didn't she's, want to say it, but right, she's being an asshole. Because rather, gotcha. than, rather than taking from the church or, or government handouts, How she's dare sending we? a 12-year-old to work. I will not be given things for free. Edgar, get everything. So, uh, Eric. Yeah. So clearly, this creates a very normal person right. when you do that. Sure, right, right. Um, somehow Ed did okay though. He he served in the Air Force. He borrowed ten thousand from his mom at some point to start his own die cast machine manufacturing firm, which you love. <laughs> I love die casts. Um, Prince Machine Corporation. It eventually became a billion dollar company by supplying car companies. And by the nineteen nineties, uh, Prince employed a quarter of the city of Holland. Okay. Yeah. Great. Um, that's cool. it. Good that's story. Good yeah, story. Thanks. I think it's really good. Thank you, bud. Uh, um, yeah, so yeah. uh, dollopodcast.com yeah, slash tour. See you tomorrow. Thanks, bud. Uh, Ed had a heart attack at age 42. That's a good sign. That means you're, it's good. Yeah, no, that's that's a, sign that, that's a sign that you're nice and calm mm-hmm. and, and mm-hmm. you're living your life the right way. Best self. Yeah. He committed, uh, he quote, committed himself anew to his faith in Jesus Christ. Well, Dave, I, we've, this is a road we've hoed before, and let's say this is, um, not always the best news when we're doing this show. Yeah. Um, he, uh, he, uh, he did what you do with doctors recommend after you have a heart attack. Find God? Jump into Christ. You get right into Christ. Uh, so Ed helped launch the Family Research Council, mm-hmm. an evangelical organization uh, that works to ban, worked and works to ban gay marriage, promote school vouchers for Christian schools and outlaw abortion <laughs> and this, stem cell research. This is what I thought it was. Yeah. And young Eric... Uh, was one of the organization's first uh, interns. Great. So, so that's get him nice. in. Yeah, it's great. I mean, it's good to be interning there for sure. In uh, 1980, Eric's older sister, Betsy. Oh, my God, Dave. What, I, I mean, do I need to get like a, a, some kind of mallet to <laughs> just slowly sort of bang into my head? Uh, she married uh, Dick Devos Jr. Uh, he was DeVos. DeVos, is that what it is? DeVos. Uh, he's another sip, super rich guy who was the heir to the uh, Amway fortune, the billion-dollar Amway fortune. Amway's a great company. Dave, really I, I'm gonna, can I just jump in? I don't know if I'm going to be able to do this. I know. I'm going to get – I'm You're already not. irritated. Well, it's going to get really weird. <laughs> like, 
Uh, the DeVos, is that what it is? DeVos. DeVos uh, family are also big uh, funders of far-right causes as well. <laughs> Betsy is currently the U.S. Secretary of Education. She has a college degree from Calvin College, which offers, quote, a courageous and comprehensive Christ-centered education. Can I say also the only member of the Trump cabinet who has not blinked since Inauguration Day? Mm. She has yet to... Uh, well, Liquify your eyes. If you believed in Jesus the way she does, you would understand how to do that. Well, the problem, I think the plight she has is if she blinks, will she miss the second coming? So Eric Prince grew up rich and attended uh, the very religious Holland Christian High School. He spent hours talking politics with his dad, uh, being very active in the church. He got a pilot's license at age 17. <laughs> okay. Uh, like most kids, uh, he was very interested in military strategy. Yeah, no, a lot of kids are into that. Yeah. Quote, quote, once in class, I challenged a teacher who called then-President Ronald Reagan's Cold War military buildup a waste of taxpayers' dollars. Oh. I countered, so he's, he's, he's arguing with his teacher. Yeah. I countered by rattling off every strategic defense initiative weapon system we needed to counter various Soviet threats. I'd analyzed Reagan's Star Wars the way my classmates picked apart the University of Michigan's football roster. I wanted to battle the Soviets myself. Mm. So that's a sign that you're a psychopath. Are you in, sure? In high school. Are you sure? Yeah. Um, of course, Star Wars was uh, an insane money suck and does not exist to this day because it was fucking bullshit. Well, but still. But he rattled off all the names of all the things that weren't going to be real. Well, I mean, uh, it's, it is, if you're going to rattle off something that's fake, Star Wars seems like just kind of a bad place to play yeah. in anyway. Yeah. So if people don't know what Star Wars is, it was Reagan's fake. We're going to put a missile protection shield up in the sky. It's the best, the best way I can explain it. We're going to build more missiles on the moon than those damn Ruskies. Next, Eric went to the Naval Academy in uh, Annapolis. Mm -hmm. He lasted uh, three whole semesters. Well, that's pretty good. Yeah. Uh, and then he left and he came back to Michigan. He went to Hillsdale College, which focused on libertarian free market economics. Mm. Oh, and it's also insanely religious. So it's a free <laughs> so market... Just like Jesus preached. How do, how do you bridge that gap mentally? I don't, I, it's I have bullshit, no right? It is just Kool-Aid drinking. You just yeah. have to drink Kool-Aid just to sort of cleanse your own palate of your nonsense. I, I have absolutely no fucking clue how you can be that into Jesus and the free market. No, no, no. Well, it's like Jesus said, trickle down. <laughs> like the blood out of Christ's palm on the cross, trickle down. So Hillsdale takes no government money, so it doesn't have to follow guidelines on the handling of sexual assault cases or report on student race and ethnicity. Well, well, well. <laughs> it was a lot rated, of little loopholes. It was rated the most conservative uh, college in the country in a 2006 Princeton poll. <sighs> so that's where he went to school. It's a cool... Probably a guy you and I'd get along with. Yeah, I think we'd have a lot of fun. Uh, he was in economics. I would, I would pay money to see you argue Star Wars with him. <laughs> Good money. Uh, he was an economics and political science major. And after his junior year, he interned in George H.W. Bush's White House. First we're Bush. Quite a resume we're getting yeah. here. This left him a bit disillusioned with Washington. Really? But I thought, why? Because, okay. Quote, before long, I came to feel that President Bush was bargaining with people who wanted to weaken the sanctity of marriage, 
raise taxes with budget compromises mm-hmm. and push environmental policies that meant undue expenses for major national employers. Uh, you know, I did, explain this to me. <laughs> explain this to me. So God, the fact God, that you're breaking this early is God, a bad sign. It's not good. God and Jesus, yeah. right? They, uh, th- this whole. Well, I mean, so God's created Earth. He's created mm-hmm. the planet yeah. and all these for, these, for plunder, these for plunder. Well, for yeah. uh, for plunder. plunder's a strong term, I think. Right? Plunder, I think uh, I don't know for plunder. God made everything on this planet to buy and sell. And like God said in Revelations, the planet's a buffet and it's shut. And grab everything, everything, and get out. Go, put it in your pants. Um, I saw a lot of things I didn't agree with. Homosexual groups being invited in, the Budget Agreement, the Clean Air Act, those kinds of bills. Oh, my God. Oh, the Clean Air what? Act. Homosexuals, oh. Oh, homosexuals, in, homosexuals in clean air. I mean, in Los Angeles, the first time I visited was around this time. And I walked out. Uh, I was staying in the Hollywood Hills, just, just kind of a little way up the hill, a little like, like three blocks up from Hollywood Boulevard. And I walked out of my friend's house. And I looked down, and I couldn't see the city. Then the Clean Air Act passed, and now that is not there. That's what's so funny to people who moved here or who had never been here for that. Like, because I'm here, and I'm like, this is a smoggy shithole. No, you couldn't see anything. Yeah, and now people are like, it's way better. Yeah. It is way better. A million times better. So he was super opinionated when he was interning, and, uh, and his internship, quote, quickly wrapped up after five months. Okay, great. So he's cool. a fucking dickhead. Right, okay. Yeah. Extreme conservative congressman Dana Rohrabacher, Dana Rohrabacher. Rohrabacher yeah. then offered Eric an internship. So Eric became close with Charles Colson, who would become his mentor. Charles Colson, okay. Uh, Colson was Nixon's special counsel back in the day. He oh, wrote good. Nixon's enemies list and served seven months after Watergate. Okay, we're just really adding some ingredients into the cauldron of evil. You got to find someone to follow. Right. Yeah. Uh, after he, after he went after he got out of prison, he became a born again Christian, and wrote the bestseller Born Again. Right. Um, he was also super super anti Muslim. Okay. Eric married uh, Eric then married Joan. Uh, he was twenty one. She was twenty three. So he got married young. Sure. Uh, he trained and became a Navy SEAL. Okay. And then in nineteen ninety five, his dad died. Okay. Edgar Edgar was out. Eric, quote, my hero was gone. Okay. While Eric was on an aircraft carrier in the Mediterranean Sea, a guy, uh, another guy on the ship, discussed an idea he had for SEALs to train at one centralized location instead of what they were doing at the time, which was training all over the place and learning different skills. Well, that sounds like a fun little twist on an old idea. Yeah. And so this guy didn't know that Eric was loaded and had the money to do it. And Eric would later say that he came up with that idea. Oh, the this is obvious. This is Blackwater. That's when a rich guy uh, just takes your idea, which is also known as America. Ah, Zuckerberging. <laughs> In 1996, Joan found a lump in her breast. Okay. And she's pretty young. Right. right? Yeah. Uh, Eric was discharged from the SEALs, you know, to get out and take care of her, I guess. I assume. Maybe. Okay. That's why he left? We don't know, but that's how it seems. Uh, The family sold Prince Automotive for $1.35 billion. And Eric (laughs) incorporated a company known as Blackwater Lodge and Trading Center. Uh Uh-huh. Uh-huh. The company bought 3,100 acres in North Carolina, quote, across between a shooting range and a country club 
for special forces person. Uh, I, th- th- I mean, it, that is an insane uh, mm-hmm. hybrid. No, it's a country club. <laughs> country club at, for Navy SEALs? It's a country club and shooting place for, uh, for guys who kill people for a uh, living. Right. One of those deals. Okay, cool. Uh, he, uh, Eric called it his, quote, field of dreams. Oh, my God. What? I just have issues with Eric. It's like it's like in his in his mind it's no different than uh, than than carving out a baseball field in a in a so in shoeless a Joe Jackson's gonna come out of the corn and yeah. throw one and for then you. ghosts come out and you yeah. play with them yeah. so it's okay. his version of that except <laughs> except it's these are dead Navy SEALs. <laughs> So, Blackwater Lodge and Training Center officially opened the next year. The property was now half the size of Manhattan. Oh, my God. So, he's expanding and expanding. Eric uh, had invested $6 million of his own money, which sounds like a lot until you realize that the family he's, has $1.35 yeah, billion. Nothing. Dollars and it's like fucking... It's like a, a, a nothing. It's yeah, literally pocket nothing. change. Um, Blackwater trained private and government forces... Police officers came from around the country. Foreign governments got counterterrorism training. Steve Waterman of Soldier of Fortune magazine, quote, a great chow hall. A great chow hall? Yeah. <laughs> Satellite TV systems in the dorms and plenty of hot water in the showers. I would put Blackwater ahead of any of the civilian or military training sites I have visited. I'm sorry. I just want to make sure. So, so Go ahead. who who are they training right now? They're just training like th- this is. Well, he clearly invited the guy from Soldier of Fortune down to have a spin, right? So, um, he, but right now they're training. Um, they are training elite. No, no, they are training private uh, and government forces, okay. police officers, right, from all over the country. So, they, foreign this is, government this is, sending counterterrorism, right? So, yeah. they are militarizing forces and. But they're they're training really anybody, it, and they're they're like. a hired service for any anyone who wants it. I mean, obviously they're not going to train Al Qaeda, but um, but still, I mean, we trained Al Qaeda at one point, so it's like <laughs> you know, it comes back to bite you sometimes. In April 1999, two students killed 12 classmates and one teacher at Columbine High School. Yes. Within six weeks. Blackwater had built a 16-room steel building that was built for live gunfire inside and explosions outside for dynamic entry. Mm-hmm. There was a soundtrack of alarms and people screaming. Uh, uh, mm. Eric, quote, we called the massive structure Are You Ready High School. Oh, what the... What? Why have I never heard of this? <laughs> they built a fake yeah. high school... Stage to like, yeah, shoot and um, pr- practice. Uh, Who's practicing these elite forces? Uh, SWAT, SWAT, SWAT guys, SWAT guys are practicing. Um, we had actors playing students covered in blood and pleading for help. I booked it. I, <laughs> honey, good news. I've got the role of a lifetime. I'm playing a science teacher with a hole in his head. I'm playing a biology teacher who's been cut in the throat with a beaker. Backpacks contained mock bombs. Shooters hid among the students to lie and wait for police. Uh, over four months, Blackwater trained 400 SWAT officers in the building. Well, and that, we've seen and the fruits a, of that later. Yeah, that, that, so the great thing about that is, is it stopped all that stuff. What's, yeah. <laughs> it's a very dry day, but I was like, but it did. Oh, wait. Eric and John had more kids. Uh, she battled her cancer would come and go, like it was returning. Okay, and, and well, wouldn't wish that upon anyone. Yeah, obviously, no, of course not. Uh, in 2000, he moved to Virginia to be close to DC. 
And Blackwater was then approved for government contracts. Hey, here we are, the great unraveling. <laughs> After Al-Qaeda bombed the USS Cole in Yemen, Blackwater got a three-point Sorry, $35.7 million contract to train 20,000 Navy sailors. So, Navy SEALs? Sailors. Oh, Navy SEALs. Okay, wow. Just sailors. Okay, so, I, I mean, yeah, okay, so Blackwater's doing very, very well. Well, it seems like up until this point, I mean, I'm not a big um, guy who understands the military very well, but it seems like um, we were doing fine training sailors? Yeah, well, it seemed like anybody was like, "Hey, they're they're not trained well." Right. But apparently, this guy. Are, are they? I mean, are they training them to? Uh, are they just training them for anti-terrorism fucking bullshit that anybody could train for? It more violent. Uh, I mean, or no. just ju- just like it's just a fantasy camp. Yeah, it's a fantasy camp. Okay. Well, you know, the people would say they actually use it during a war, but. Yeah, but even when you hear, well, I'm sure we'll hear about it. So never mind. Blackwater expanded again to more than 12 square miles. It's a flood at this point. Um, so after Vietnam, the U.S. military had come up with something called the Abrams Doctrine. I feel like it's going to be weird. Basically, if a military operation could not get public support of the level needed to involve the entire nation, then maybe it shouldn't happen in the first place. When was that? This was after um, after Vietnam. Yeah, I mean, we never, the- never... Was that in play, right? Well, no, yeah, yeah, because for, you know, what did Reagan invade? And he would have wanted to invade something right. else, but he invaded Granada. But, you know, these guys wanted to invade more stuff. Right. So, uh, the, yeah, it did for a little while. Vietnam it, did hurt. We didn't invade anybody for, what, 20 years until Panama? Like, yeah. That's a pretty big deal. We love for invading. Us, yeah. We love invading yeah. shit. All right, yeah. Um, so, uh, so... Donald Rumsfeld becomes a uh, secretary of defense. Good guy. On September 10th, 2001. Oh, Jesus. Donald Rumsfeld gave a major address and named the enemy. Pentagon bureaucracy. Mm. Quote, some might ask how in the world could the secretary of defense attack the Pentagon in front of its people? To them, I reply, I have no desire to attack the Pentagon. I want to liberate it. We need to save it from itself. Uh, what is he saying? He's saying that they're they're just not. He's saying let's let's stop hiring uh, public employees and start bringing in private employees. Oh shit! Jesus! Oh my god! That's really good timing. Oh yeah, because really the next timing. day it was nine eleven. Right. Um, so a, a private army is a great way to get around the Abrams doctrine, right? Mm-hmm. Because now you don't have people getting drafted and dying in war. You, you just, just are paying war. guys yeah. to do it. And yeah, uh, the nine eleven happened. A huge struck of luck for Eric Prince. Right. Uh, quote: I've The been- only guy who celebrated more than Gary Condit. <laughs> Quote, I've been operating in the training business now for years, and I was starting to get a little cynical on how seriously people took security. Now the phone is ringing off the hook. Oh, God. It it is the worst. Watching the, like, the war erections from these these people, it is disgusting. Yeah, it's crazy. When you hear, like, when you hear them in a room talking about, like, this is big business for us, guys. This is big business. We're going to make a lot of money because of all this war. Someday you're going to be like, 9-11 was the best. Yeah. Soulless people. 
the U.S. invaded Afghanistan in October 2001. The CIA gave Blackwater its first Afghanistan no-bid contract guarding CIA uh, Kabul Station and the airport. Mm-hmm. The mercenaries, mainly uh, elite former military, more than half were combat veterans. They signed a contract that they risked, quote, being shot, permanently maimed and or killed by a firearm or munitions, falling aircraft or helicopters, sniper fire, landmine, artillery fire, rocket-propelled grenade, truck or car bomb, poisoning, civil uprising, terrorist activity, hand-to-hand combat, disease, killed or maimed while a passenger in a helicopter, suffering hearing loss, eye injury or loss, inhalation or contact with biological or chemical contaminants, or flying debris. Oh, you get the point. (laughs) (laughs) There's a list. So in other words, their lives are at risk? Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah, that's what happens in a war zone. From everything. Yeah, but... So as good as things were going with Blackwater, things were not so good at home. Joan's cancer had returned. So Eric naturally um, started fucking the nanny. Right. Right. Because he's a... Uh, Fran Drescher? Yeah. Okay. Uh, and then he hired her to work at Blackwater. So he started banging her, and then he's like, why don't you come up to come to the office? Oh, boy. Um, her name was Joanna. Well, that's, an e- that's easy in the tattoo game. Uh, if you yeah. get a tat... You know? Yeah, just go ahead and put a name on it. It saves you $300 yeah. on a cover up. Yeah. Which I'm sure Eric was into. Yeah. Okay, so he just has replaced uh, Joan with a Joanna. Uh huh. Cool. Well, on June 14th, 2003, Joan died of cancer at the age of 36. Uh, they had four kids, wow. f- uh, eight years and under. Uh, but there's a new baby on the way. Eric had knocked up the nanny oh before God. his wife oh, died. Jesus. Well, yeah. God is good. Yeah. God is good, Dave. <laughs> he is good to all of us. May we all enjoy the spoils of the yeah. Lord. It was the same thing Jesus would have done in that situation. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. That's what he always said. Joanna came to Joan's funeral, pregnant uh, and showing. What? Who? How? Was that well, okay? Uh, this is a uh, Is the family okay Christian, with that? Christian thing to do. But is it, I mean, what are people, people are like, good work, Eric. I don't know. I imagine they weren't very talkative about it, but, um, you Okay, know. yeah. Well, you no, know, yeah. Black, Blackwater employees knew, like everybody. But Eric turned his, quote, all-consuming sense of loss into an all-consuming drive to forge Blackwater into everything Joan and I dreamed it could be. Mm. So mm-hmm. he's now he's now making Blackwater successful for his dead wife oh, that he boy. was uh, cheating on. Oh boy! So yeah. this is like the John Edwards of the army, very much. So. Right. In Iraq, U.S. special forces took Fallujah. So Iraq war is going on. They, right. uh, the special forces uh, take Fallujah, and Iraqis there agree to surrender without a fight if U.S. troops would leave in a couple days and not occupy. And so U.S. troops agreed, and they left, and then and then they came back. Um, and then there was a protest by the locals, and then the U.S. troops started shooting people. Um, and it turned into bloodbath. More than 75 people injured, over 13 killed. And the U.S. version of events didn't actually fit the facts. It's weird. Uh, yeah. In Fallujah, someone hung a banner, quote, sooner or later, U.S. killers will kick you out. Oh, boy. Okay, so that's... Okay, that's a good vibe. Yep, good vibe. Yeah. Um, it's always fun to relive Iraq. Yeah. It's good to get back oh, to that. Here, it's fun to hear Fallujah again. A little while later, uh, May 1st, 2003, Bush declared mission accomplished. Oh, my God, Dave. I, I mean, this is like... Uh, well, the war's over, so you should be happy. Is it? Uh, and then he removed We all... did it. We finally got rid of all them terrorists. <laughs> mission accomplished. 
And then he removed all the Ba'ath Party members in Iraq and dissolved the Iraqi army, and all of a sudden, fighting went uh, ape fuck. Uh, that, would we call that the worst decision made in the Iraq War? No, I would say it... That Bes- may, after its uh, I mean, the inception. Iraq, yeah, the Iraq War may, may be the biggest military blunder in U.S. history, As, yeah. but that was definitely the worst... No, the worst decision was not including the State Department in the planning of the Iraq War and... Just Could, but I'm talking about once we're there yeah, and we're, we've more, gone rogue with this plan that yeah. like, well, this is going to be a cake job. This is probably the worst decision. Right. Far. Okay. Yeah. Uh, but there's a lot of bad a lot decisions. of bad ones. Lots of love. Um, so the insurgency's on Blackwater gets a two point two one point three million dollar contract to protect U.S. Ambassador Paul Brewer for 11 months. Paul Bremer, right? Bremer. Sorry. Yeah. Um, the mercenaries got six hundred dollars a day. Okay. Uh, Bremer was surrounded by 10 mercenaries in khakis and polo shirts okay. if he's in the green zone. If he goes into Baghdad, there were three dozen men, helicopters, surveillance, and counter-assault teams. Jesus. He's like a fucking king. Like, I, I know. Crazy. And it, it re- like, why go? Yeah. Why go? <laughs> Humvees Just and- to show that a man, this man can't exist here. Yeah. It's just Humvees and armored Chevy Suburbans full of Blackwater shooters uh, would drive around. Blackwater started handing... Handling security from more and more people in Iraq, like the group who were looking for WMDs that did not uh, exist. Right, right. By mid-2004, Blackwater was doing security and training for the Department of Defense, the State Department, and the CIA in multiple countries. So they're hot. Yeah. They're hot. They're taking off. They're like hot. Rumsfeld's like, go, baby. Yeah, Rumsfeld, well, yeah, Rumsfeld's very active. <laughs> in 18 months, from 2003 to 2004, Blackwater made over $20 million. Jesus Christ. In September 2003, four Blackwater mercenaries were ambushed. One had machine gun armor piercing rounds, which were not approved by the military because they created horrific wounds. Well, one of the Blackwater guys did. Yeah. Machine of course. Gun Why did I ask that question? <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay. He killed one guy uh, by shooting him in his ass. He shot him in his ass, but the, the, arm, the, the bullet is Went so horrifying that it, that it just, just fucking him. blows up your, right. your butt or whatever. Oh my technical, god! Technical term. No, yeah, no, that's very body. no, no, no. Obviously, you've worked in the yeah uh, I'm medic medical, field. Yeah, yeah. I'm a, I'm a medical. Medic. I'm a medical. You're a medic. Uh, a Pentagon official threatened the uh, Blackwater guy with court martial, but uh, because he thought he was a soldier, and then when he found he wasn't a soldier, then it didn't matter. He was like, uh, okay. uh, "Get out of here, you scamp!" Because no rules. Next time, ask. Other private firms were uh, being hired. Soon there were more than 20,000 private soldiers in Iraq, costing more than $2 billion, and they were upwards of 30% of the Iraq reconstruction budget. And what are... Okay. Well, I mean, how active are... They're, they're very, very, very active. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and they were free to do whatevs, right? Right. Uh, Jeremy uh, Scahill, quote... I hope it's right, Scahill. That's Scahill, yeah. Yeah, he's a great... He's awesome. Fucking, he's from Wisconsin. He is. Yeah. He's a fucking great, he's uh, awesome. great reporter. Uh, quote, what these forces did in Iraq, how many people they killed, how many of them died or were wounded, all remain unanswerable questions because no one was overseeing their activities in the country. So you have 20,000 dudes that nobody is keeping track no of. No oversight, no. nobody cares about. Yeah, exactly. I because mean, people how, care about, but they don't want to ha- take orders. That's how Rumsfeld planned it, right? right? Because you don't want those numbers coming back. Right, right. Though Eric said someone was keeping tabs, shootings had to be called in and ammunition was counted. So he's saying there was someone, but come on. Eric, quote, 
Some shootings resulted in fatalities, although admittedly we don't have the exact numbers on it. So he said someone was keeping tabs and shootings had to be called in. But admittedly, at the same time, uh, they're not. He doesn't actually have the numbers. Right. Okay. Right. My men were guards, not investigators. Sticking around to analyze a shooting would have been directly counter to our mission to keep the principals away from threats. The mission. So the the vague mission. Well, the mission. Their mission is security. So they're trying to get you know, a guy from place to place, right? So if they kill a guy doing that, they can't stop because they're trying to get Paul Bremer somewhere. So they can't stop and look at the guy's head they just blew up or tick off a number or whatever. That would be crazy. No, no, no. It's hard to count. One mercenary said, quote, we shot to kill and didn't stop to check a pulse. Uh, in 2004, Eric married Joanna. So things are going good. Fine. Good. That, uh, that's soon. Yeah. I mean, but I guess... Well, she's she's just, pregnant, and yeah, in the eyes of God, right? Got to get moving. Yeah, <laughs> Don't want to make this weird. Meanwhile, in Fallujah, the Marines were trying to build up local trust after what had happened. As far as private contractors, there was ESS Support Services Worldwide, which was a subcontractor to Halliburton subsidiary KBR that provided for troops, food for troops. So ESS had to take. Uh, a bunch of kitchen equipment out of a camp west of Fallujah, and someone had to protect ESS's <laughs> kitchen convoy. Blackwater partnered with Regency Hotel and Hospitality Company. What is happening? To become the subcontracted security provider for ESS. This made Blackwater the subcontractor to the subcontractor of the contractor of the Army. Wait. And, and oh my god! I, mm, my so head. basically, I, they're for now protecting. So, you're, so your company and and you and you're hired to do something, and you don't have guy, enough guys. So you hire the other company. So now they're protecting pots and pans. And then and that pans. company comes in to help out. Right. So the the company that's hired to do fucking dishes, they have to hire Blackwater to protect them, and then Blackwater is so now guys, now, so they hire another company to help out. Like it's just all. Oh, we don't have time to count the bodies. We got to get these forks to the cafeteria. Like, it's just guys trying to get bodies in there to make money. Right. That's all it is. And there's money to be made. There's tons of money to be made. So, four black uh, watermen uh, come into this situation a few days early because the previous private company that had been watching over ESS bailed. They didn't want to do this run to get the dishes at the camp west of Felucia. So, they just took off, and then black, well, the Blackwater guys rolled in earlier than they were supposed to be there. So, they didn't have the SUVs they needed and the machine guns that they like all their equipment wasn't there. Sure. And then ESS was like, Hey, we need you to make this run to get 16 truckloads of kitchen equipment out of Fallujah. Now we got a souffle to make. And the Blackwater guys weren't properly equipped and didn't have the right vehicles, but they're like, let's do this. Is this where they just take pizza cutters and they just start going there? Like, let's go. Pizza cutters war. Yes. This is the pizza cutter war. Um, They were ambushed. Uh, there was no evidence of that they returned fire. It the was Blackwater o- returned fire? Yeah, it okay. was over in seconds. Uh, the four Blackwater uh, uh, men were burned and mutilated. One was dragged through the streets of Fallujah. Oh, right, Two right, were right. strung up from a bridge. Right. Crowds beat the bodies and chanted, Fallujah is the graveyard of Americans. Right. Uh, the bodies hung for hours as reporters broadcast it around the world. Yeah. These were Blackwater's first casualties. Some people wanted to know why Blackwater was there in the first place and how they'd gotten themselves in that situation. You know, the kind of thing where you where you you investigate what's occurred and try to figure out what the problem was. You recognize that something is not just uh, that something's nuanced. Yeah. (laughs) 
Uh, and of course, George W. Bush uh, said, quote, I want heads to roll. Yeah. So same yeah. thing as an investigation or looking into reasons why. Yeah, yeah. No, uh, it, this is, yeah, uh, uh, like a YouTube comment. Uh, huge lefty Nancy Pelosi uh, said, quote, we're not going to run out of town because some people were lawless in Fallujah. Right. So uh, so here we see, right, exactly. And this is like, this is the, the like sort of tipping point where it is, you know, a problem that's always occurred, which is when you think that you want to support, uh, you know, people from America trying to do good in the world. And yet you're never allowed to have a conversation that actually breaks down the reality of a situation. Yeah. Because if you do, you're an asshole and you're with the terrorists yeah, or the whatever. Terrorists. You As know. opposed to why the fuck are there private guys and that is, driving and that, around with uh, yeah. guarding dish trucks? And that, and that obviously is so uh, precarious because you don't want to sound like you uh, are not respectful of the fact that people died, that Americans died, whatever, yeah. you know. But you still should be able to find out about a branch of the government's military that you don't know about or just well, an independent just bring up the gun fact, for hire. Just bring up the fact that generally the fucking military is a lot more careful than that. Yeah, right. And, and they don't fucking make a, run, right. a dish run right. in, through Fallujah. Right. Like, they handle it a different way. Right. The military also, well, we'll get into this. But, okay, um, right. So, uh, five days later is the Marines attacked Fallujah. 75 buildings are destroyed, 1,400 people killed, 700 insurgents, 70, uh, 700 civilians. Um, Fallujah then grew into a staging ground for insurgent attacks that exploded across the U.S. All because four Blackwater guys did what they should not have done. On June 28th, or were ordered to do what they should not have done. Right. Probably ordered. On June 28th, 2004, Paul Bremer left Iraq just after issuing Order 17, which reads in quote, in part, partly in quote, uh, contractors shall be, not be subject to Iraqi laws or regulations in matters regulating to the terms and conditions of their contracts, etc. So, so these guys who are not under military, our military's rules, now are not subject to Iraq's military's rules, so they're subjected to whose rules? Their rules. <laughs> One rule, their rule. It is crazy for Bremer to say, like, uh, uh, you know, I mean, they're, they're, who's well, going to stop it? I know, but they're just like, it is, it truly is. There are so many miscalculations. If Nancy Pelosi yeah. is saying we're not going to run out of town because some people were lawless in Fallujah, who the fuck is standing up to also, this shit? Weren't they, no one. Who was it? Was, was she, yeah. I mean, people voted against the Iraq war. Not, so, not, not, not many. Send out a message. Go ahead. Yeah. The Nation magazine, quote, these private soldiers were granted the right to act as if they pleased with utter impunity anywhere in the country. So they're fucking off the leash. Right. Off the leash. Cool. Um, Fun. Black, Blackwater got the contract for uh, security of high-level U.S. and foreign officials. Uh, so they're taking care of people, right? Right. Things are good. Fancy, in the black. fancy Things are boots. good in the business of evil. <laughs> <laughs> but this uh, this contract is not as much fun as the Department of Defense one, this uh, which had been twenty pages. This one is through the State Department and is over a thousand pages. Right. So they got they got notes. They got studio notes. They got network uh, notes. Not good. They got. Can you uh, the part where you're? Uh, but you guys shooting. want us to keep this under a hundred pages, and you guys are giving us all these notes. Yeah. You know what I mean. So you guys yeah. are saying that you're not seeing some of the chemistry between between some of these things, but we're yeah. we're trying to keep it under right because we have to. Do this, you know what I mean? Yeah, so it's just but we a, just need more stuff. 
you know. I'm just worried we're going to lose the fun. I really am. I think with that, we're yeah, going to lose so a lot of the, so I think we're going to lose of, a lot right. of what originally got us yeah. here for the, for so the we're, fun. So we're hearing you, and what we're right. saying is is it's a war, so it's not supposed to be fun. It's no, like no, I'm not saying fun. I, I mean fun right. to read, fun to do. Right, fun to <laughs> do. That's what, we, that's what we're talking yeah. So it's not supposed to be fun. I do. Yeah, it's, a, <laughs> it's an occupation. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I just really, I guess I hate yeah. to push back so much. Yeah. But I just feel like you guys are you're losing what I loved about it, which yeah. was the freedom to have fun. So all that is what we're trying to make uh-huh. you lose. Yeah, it's all right, awful. all right. It's awful. Well, you're awful. Is what you're doing is awful. All right. Well, I guess we you're all like each other, so terrible. we should get going. You're I'm gonna take really some strawberries. Horrible. Get out of here. Um, I don't need to be validated. I street parked. The new contract detailed everything from Oakley wraparound sunglasses that mercenaries could wear to how long it would take a guard to run a mile and a half. So they're they're now getting hit with what we would call some kind of military rules, standards. Yeah, standards. Right. Yeah, standard right. rules. Um, so to keep threats away when they're driving guy from point A to point B, right? The the diplomat or whatever, right? Or security, thing. yeah, or dog. Who knows? Blackwater drove convoys on the wrong side of the street rammed civilian vehicles, tossed smoke bombs, and fired weapons as warnings. So they're basically cool. they're basically all in the animal house that's car cool. at the end. Like that's their Right, yeah, right, for sure. Right. Yeah. They're just having they're just some guys in college having fun. Kids will be kids. An embedded journalist said, quote, they use their machine guns like car horns. Oh my well Dave, that's not how we do that. That is. That is exactly how to, we do that. That's not no. America. I'm, I'm surprised that ha- that doesn't happen already in America, where you just shoot your you shoot your gun as a car horn. Well, I mean, a, be honest. How far away do you think we are of that? Big motherfucking cat here. It's going. <laughs> don't go in the box with this stuff, okay, go dude. Ahead. Whatever is whatever is the thing that you need the most, he will he will get involved yeah, with. Oh, oh, there you go. So he's calling an audible. Um, they then hired, uh, so they hired USDA and Navy trained Columbians who had fought the drug wars, right, in Columbia. Okay. And they promised them $4,000 Blackwater a month. hires them. Yes, okay. Blackwater. Right. And they, and they pay, offer them $4,000 a month to go there and be mercenaries in, uh, in Iraq. Sure. So as they're leaving, um, as they're getting on the plane, they're told it'll actually be about $2,700 a month. As they're hitting, like they're there, they're like, hey. Hey, we just, we had to cut you down. Hey, uh, just a, a uh, minor quick update. Uh, we actually uh, had to cut you down at 27. Hey, sorry so. about that. So don't mean not to cut you. Let's have a great flight and get out of here, you boys. Go. Oh, you ain't going to miss that 1300 By the way, uh, we need you to sign the contracts right now before you get on the uh, plane without reading them. Just quickly <laughs> put a little uh, John Hancock down there. Uh, so they have these guys sign the contracts before they, before they take off. The contracts for the twenty seven hundred dollars, yeah. right? So they're like, sign these now. Yeah, we now gotta, you got to get them done now. Now, now. there's not enough time for you to read them, right? Um, and then on the way, they find out right. that they, they they actually sign contracts for a thousand dollars. Well, they, look, they, look, we've, they we, live, we live in L.A. We know what it's like. What happens when you yeah. sign a contract you yeah. didn't read? You got you should, they should problematic. Have a, you should have an agent. So when they la- when they land, they now are making a thousand dollars as opposed to four thousand yeah, dollars. It's a little bit less, but a quarter, but actually. that happens when you fly on planes. I think I think sometimes money that does happen. Weird. If you go yeah. above thirty thousand feet, your money contract you get, it's called uh, financial Con- turbulence. Yeah, yeah. So in Iraq, the Colombians uh, demanded the $2,700 they had been promised or they would leave. They're like, we want the $2,700. We're fucking out. Sure. Um, and so Like how they didn't go for the four grand. Yeah, I know, right? Yeah. Blackwater told them uh, to go for it, leave, and uh, buy your own plane ticket home because we're not going to pay for it. Black, they just seem cool. They do. Right? And I'm sure it's cheap to fly out of Baghdad under the occupation. No, no. They just got to use Expedia. Yeah. Yeah. 
And then, so I guess they were probably thinking about it, and then Blackwater threatened to kick them off the base and onto the streets of Baghdad if they didn't agree. So what, I mean... So they went. So they're so just they, a, they're indentured servants. As shocking as the sounds, they they're a thuggish army. Uh, yeah. Hmm. Quote, a Blackwater VP explained it. There was a change in the contract, so the numbers are different. Well, I don't think uh, <laughs> any of us have any more questions. I don't uh, see any. Oh, now that you explain it, it makes complete sense. Okay. Well, I mean, sure. yeah, I can't, I can't argue with you, sir. There was a change in the contract, <laughs> oh, but the numbers are indeed different. That's fair. That's yeah. fair. Yeah. The only thing is, uh, I wish that there hadn't been an unnecessary change. Oh, no, there had to be a change. Why? Because it was a contract. Right, but my question is, why did the contract have to be changed? But the, but the, there were the numbers different are, numbers. Right, because yeah. the numbers are different. Why are the numbers different? Because the contract had Why changed. did it change? Who told you to change it? Uh, I don't remember. Uh, I just know it had to be changed. That the know? contract had to be changed yeah. to make the numbers different? Yeah, the numbers were different, so we had to reflect that on the contract. Well, who made them different? They were different. Who made them different? The numbers Who told the you that the numbers were different? I mean, I wrote, I wrote it in there. Okay, so the numbers are different because you wrote it in there. Yep. Because the numbers changed. Because of you. No, 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 no. The numbers had changed. And then you just put it in. Yeah, yeah. I wrote them in. But they changed on the way. Before we got... Okay. When we gave it to you, they changed. Yeah, I just don't think contracts... And then you, and then you signed that. So you signed the ch- contract that had already changed. Because yeah, you said when I was getting on the plane that I had no choice, that either I didn't would miss the plane or I... Yeah, also, also, yeah, so it was different. Yeah. Well, I get a good vibe. Mm-hmm. I mean, overall, I, I get a pretty I'm, I'm, good you're gonna vibe. A, you're going to have a good time. I, have a pretty, I like the volleyball court. Have told you about the smoke bombs? No, no I, well, wait a minute. You tell, do we prank here? Yeah. Are we you pranksters? Like, you like a really loud car horn? I sure do. <laughs> On uh, on January 5th, 2005, the families of the Blackwater mercenaries who had been killed in Fallujah filed a wrongful death suit against Blackwater. Okay. The suit alleged uh, the company did not provide appropriate manpower, vehicle armor, or time to adequate, adequately review their route and complete risk assessments. All, right. As well as that their true. mission was... Uh, to deliver plates. plates. Yeah, but all true. Like, that's right. just Everything, true. yeah, for sure. Blackwater, Blackwater then hired expensive, well-connected lawyers from five D.C. law firms. Uh, Eric said the family accusations oh, of gosh. cutting corners to save money was disgusting. No, how do you do it? Because as we've just heard, how do you do it? they would never cut corners. Not this Blackwater group. Not our Blackwater. Not, stay away from the Colombians. Don't talk to the Colombians. But we wouldn't do that. <laughs> Blackwater said the men had authorization from the office of the Secretary of Defense. This meant that Blackwater should be immune from liability. That's what they're saying. Not a good thing. Well, yes, because if contractors can't be sued, it's easier in the future for a president to send them to war. Right? Right. So this is important. That so this is important that we hold them accountable. Yeah, so it's, it's, it's fighting wars in which there is no true accountability because if they're guys sent over there to work and they're not army guys being uh, working for the government or being drafted or whatever, then it's just like they're not there. Right. Right. And that which means they can get their, away with anything. You don't have to report their fucking right. deaths. Nothing. It's just a guy who right. died. No. Right. Um, when the uh, uh, defense wanted to depose the guy who oversaw the Blackwater contracts, Blackwater just sent him to the Middle East. So they couldn't do that. <laughs> sure. Did they just, like, shoot him like Mr. T on the A-team? Yeah. He just he's not up. here. He's, yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh, he just took off. 
Yeah. Uh, yeah, unfortunately, uh, he gone. moved to uh, Baghdad. Other place. Yeah, he moved uh, a little far away. So Eric then countersued the mothers and widows of the dead men for counter damages because they had, you know, gone after him and talked bad about him. And so, I mean, this is they were just a huge piece of shit. Yeah, he's a giant. I mean, we knew he was, but that is like... Uh, offensively off suing widows not great suing suing the people of I, I mean they're, they're, uh, that he, the, he let die because he didn't adequately yeah to get plates there the families agreed to uh, a small settlement Eric estimated the this split four ways would not cover the court costs well at least he's on record with that that's a cool dude that, that is and again falls right in line with the Jesus that we heard about that's right Blackwater uh, hired prominent people to make people uh, customers, new, new possible customers, believe they had a direct line to the U.S. government. Great. There was a former chief of operations for the CIA's counterterrorism center, a mm-hmm. former associate deputy uh, director of operations of the CIA, a CIA veteran who was a, on and on. Uh, one guy was a legendary for arresting Carlos the Jackal in 1993. He promised Bush... That when he was done with Al Qaeda, quote, they will have flies walking across their eyeballs. Well, which doesn't happen no. if you're fine. Right. No. Like if you're not good, right. flies can walk across. No, your you're eyeballs. either a cow or you're dying. Yeah, yeah. Right. Like you're it's not. One or two. Like if you can't blink your eyes, shit's gone really sour. Or you're in the middle of some sort of weird competition yeah. on a Japanese game show. Whoa, yeah. Yeah. Uh, have you seen that show, Flies on the Eyeballs? Fly, a fly on Eye? Yeah. So after after this, Bush's uh, inner circle nicknamed him Flies on the Eyeballs Guy. <laughs> Wait, that's it? <laughs> yeah. I got, I got a nickname for that guy. That, is, that, is Bu- that was Bush's rap. Yeah, 100%. Give him a nickname. He's Give limping. Nickname. Fly, on the, fly on the eyeballs. I'm guy. calling him Sneezy. This guy's fly across the eyeballs. <laughs> Sneezy. Sneezy and fly across the eyeballs. I name everyone a dwarf. I want to get all the dwarves <laughs> in my cabin. I really do. Sneezy, grumpy. Altogether, there was a 65-man, 24-hour operation in Arlington that provided threat analysis, political briefing. So basically, it's a big fucking now, now they have a have, giant office. We have a Walmart of yeah, mil- it's military. A, it's a big lobbying fucking right. group. Meanwhile, a Pentagon Inspector General Joseph Schmidt was slowing or blocking investigations of senior Bush officials. So this is a guy who's overlooking this kind of shit. Like right. he's overlooking contracts that are bad and people that are acting bad. It's his right. job. Right. Uh, he's not. He's blocking investigations. He's slowing them down. He's also accepting gifts that may have violated ethics guidelines. So he's the guy overlooking ethics guidelines, and he's and he's taking. Okay, well, it sounds like he can overlook as well as someone who's got flies walking across the eyeballs. Flies eyeball guy. Investigators working under Schmidt were so concerned about his loyalties that they stopped telling him who they were investigating and used letter codes so, during weekly briefings. So, in other words, Watson no longer updates Sherlock. I mean, <laughs> right? Uh, yeah. So, Schmidt's also super religious. Quote, as a man. Uh, this is the nightmare. Quote, as a man, the plight of pregnant rape and incest victims oh may be hypothetical to me, but as a former fetus, the plight of aborted innocent life is as real to me as rape is to most women. Did, did he try to just offend <laughs> as much as possible? He's, the worst, he's his, the worst person in the story. In reproductive rights? Yeah, we bottomed out uh, on this guy. <laughs> and he knows this all because he was in a womb. He's a and the rest of us were incubated in uh, egg cells. Yeah, this guy was a former fetus. The rest of us were not. The rest of us were born like Mork. Schmidt was also obsessed with Baron von Steuben. Sure, we all were. That's the butter, right? Von Steuben fled Germany in the 1700s when he was going to be put on trial for homosexual activities. 
Okay. George Washington hired von Steuben as one of America's first private military contractors. What? He spent three months personally redesigning the... Uh, no, sorry. So he was early on, a very early on... Von Steuben. Yeah. Uh, so Schmidt spent three months personally redesigning the Inspector General's seal to include the von Steuben family motto. What? Quote, what? Always, always, Did you say three months? Yeah. Quote, <laughs> always under the protection of the Almighty. Uh, <laughs> so he's really into von Steuben. I mean, it's von Steuben. <laughs> this is a von Steuben behavior. Schmidt also asked for a new eagle. What is Schmidt doing? Is on, he just an on, interior designer? On the seal? What? Saying the old seal... <laughs> On the old, the eagle on the old seal looked quote like a chicken. Oh my god! Oh my god! Yeah, so this guy is just. Oh, he's the best. He's he's got to be as an American as possible. On July two thousand and four, Schmidt escorted Henning von Steuben, head of the head of the von Steuben Family Association. What? Who was like? Oh, it was crazy to get your phone call. We were all like, "What the fuck is happening right now?" Like, seriously, this is crazy. <laughs> to a Marine Corps vet. <laughs> uh, uh, I mean, uh, von Steubing, we'd like to say you to say a few words. Well, I still am not exactly sure what's happening, but it's very nice for everyone to recognize Baron. He bought Henning von Steuben an $800 meal. <laughs> Paid for by public funds. <laughs> it's a bald eagle. I'm going to put this on the ethics credit card. <laughs> Don't worry. It's my Chase Ethics account. <laughs> Do you have Chase Ethics? It's only in D.C. <clears throat> he hired Von Steuben's son to work as an intern. <laughs> what? He's just like, will I be a Von Steuben He's one day? super into Von Steubening. <laughs> He did call off a $200,000 trip to attend a ceremony at a von Steuben statue in Germany, though. But that was But that was after a senator publicly questioned it. Okay, I guess I'm hooked. I guess as the inspector general, I can't go to Germany for a (laughs) statue reveal. $200,000. Just fucking... How? How do you spend that much money? I'm going to become the statue. (laughs) It's a long process. I'm going through what a surgeon in Germany is called a von Steubening. So shit's closing in on von Steubening. Clearly everyone knows he's fucking on the take and he's a shithead. Right, so it's time for him to flee to go to Germany. So just before Schmidt resigned, uh, amid all these accusations of protecting the war contractors he was supposed to be overseeing, and allowing rampant corruption and cronyism to go unchecked, he told the Department of Defense and White House, quote, I am disqualified from participation in any official matter that will have a direct and predictable effect on my financial interests of Blackwater USA because I intend to discuss possible employment with them. Oh, God. So he's overseeing the shit. He's fully corrupt. He's letting all this shit fucking go. He's obsessed with Von Steuben. He's just letting all this corruption go and knowing he's going to get hired by them. Right. Well, but that, I mean that. I mean that is that, that's exactly what happens in Congress and yeah, the Senate as well, right? Yeah. yeah. Schmidt was then hired as the Prince Group's CEO and General Counsel. Oh, good. This von Steuben obsessed bitch. Nope. Yep. 
Meanwhile, Blackwater got more contracts from the State Department, the CEO, uh, CIA, and Department of Defense. They trained Afghan border agents, narcotic, narcotic officers for the DA, and security at Athens Olympic Games. They opened offices in Baghdad, Amman, uh, Jordan, Blackwater USA became Black. Water worldwide. The company created affiliates, Blackwater Armor and Targets, and Blackwater Security Consulting, and Blackwater Canine to train police dog units. Oh, cool. So, finally. Down to the dogs. Yep. Jose, uh, you want in? Yeah. You want some? You want some Blackwater, Jose? And they got classified contracts. The, so, they're just, I mean, just killing, killing it. it. Yeah. Killing yeah, yeah it. for sure. As they should. They deserve it. Yep. The North Carolina location was expanded again. Good. A... 65,000 foot, 65,000 square foot command center was built with door handles that look like 50 caliber machine gun barrels. Hey, 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 look, Tarantino's directing now. He's attached. It's going to be unbelievable. You're going to love it. You're going to love it. Hey, Jimmy, you want to go full cunt on these doors? Yeah, we're going to go full C. <laughs> so Hurricane Katrina hit New Orleans. Okay, I can't wait to see how they, what did they, they wanted Blackwater in the hurricane? No, Blackwater just went on their own. Oh, cool, cool, cool. They got there before FEMA, the National Guard, and the Red Cross. <laughs> they have had over 100 men and tons of supplies. Eric said they rescued 121 stranded peachel, the people. And peachel, which, is not, which are peach people. Yeah, peach peoples, which are not is not at all confirmable, and many say is not true. Well, yeah, but the... <laughs> I mean, now because Blackwater just happened to be there and they look like one of the few uh, authority forces that are there, except for the guys on the bridge shooting black people. Well, you are, I mean, you are in a a disaster zone, so it's like. Um, They started getting contracts. Security for Bell South, guarding banks, industrial sites, power plants. Just by showing up? Just by showing up. I mean, it's not a convention hall. Even the temporary morgue they're guarding. They're just hired to guard everything. Ugh. Even private homes. I think they're going to get us, Dave. I think they're coming for us after this one. In January 2006, Eric spoke at West 2006, a massive conference of military commanders, weapons manufacturers, and dealers. How is that okay? That we have that? That Any of that. That's how fucked up our society is. Like, that's just a thing that happens, and nobody goes, wait, what's... And then then you also, like, the biggest biggest clog in all of this is the idea that, like, yeah, granted, right now we live in a time when there are a lot of, like, newspapers that are doing very well as far as getting information to people that is valuable information Uh, and stuff like that. But this stuff... I mean, how, yeah. how does how does this have no narrative? No, it's crazy. No traction. I mean, the only guys the, are doing it, like Jeremy, yeah, uh, Scale, they, and exactly, guys like that. Rare. Or, or like Matt Teeby or something yeah. like that. Like people who just so like few. don't give a shit. So few. But but again, you you think of like I mean, I'd say like you know, who knows the percentage of people that just get their news straight from television? But that's it. Yeah. So of course you think there's only three things to talk about. Yeah. So uh, at this uh, conference, he says Blackwater was quicker and better than the U.S. military. He went to. Uh, he sent a guy to a trade show in Jordan, uh, where Blackwater was pitched as a force for hire in places like Darfur. Oh my God! So why he didn't why? specify who could hire them? So journalists 
said the company could be a, quote, military hire for dictators, drug lords opposing governments because so why, he didn't why, specify. So, but why, why, okay, so why do we, why, if if NFL players take a knee at a football game, uh, you're, you're, are they public enemy number one? You're, you're, and yet when you let Blackwater exist and if, they're undercutting and talking shit on our military, does that not matter? If you're there now, you're going to break into a million pieces. Oh, I don't want to. So... Later on, Eric said that they weren't there. They weren't going to work for dictators or drug lords. They were there for peacekeeping. And then he envisioned a relief team in which, quote, everybody carries guns, just like Jeremiah rebuilding the temple in Israel. No, 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 no he had a big silver. So roof. wait. Oh, I'm thinking. Of, I'm thinking of dirty hair. I'm are you telling me that Jesus turns water into wine yes. and black water turns swords into guns? Yes. Got it. So things kept looking up for Blackwater in February 2006. Private, Always like to hear that. Private contractors were officially recognized as part of the U.S. military's total force. Okay. <laughs> Eric said the U.N. Uh, was inefficient and he could do it better. Wow. He's got some balls. He incorporated a company called Greystone, which is registered in in Barbados, which was uh, tax uh, exempt. Yeah, no, of course. Uh, It was a privately trained 1,700-man peacekeeping force with its own air force, helicopters, cargo ships, and aerial surveillance. Medical supply chain and combat group. So he's he's now doing like, it's like subsidiaries of Blackwater. Sure, yeah, that's cool too. He held an opening party for Greystone. Foreign embassy diplomats came, weapons manufacturers, oil company uh, reps of the International Monetary Fund. Where is this? They all enjoy themselves. They're in uh, Barbados. Right. Okay. Right. This is this this is it's good times. Yeah. From the promo material, quote, Greystone is an international security services company that offers your country or organization a complete solution to your most pressing needs. So we have now just seeded a American company for hire yep. that completely undercuts what we are told our national interests are. Oh, yeah, 100%. But... What we haven't been talking about is Eric's Christian beliefs during all this war profiteering. Because it feels like it's hard to negotiate that. Well, they don't make sense together at all. Eric was on the board of the Christian Freedom International Organization. Jesus. Their mission statement, quote, more Christians have been martyred in the past 100 years than in all prior 1900 years combined. Well, I also have always said that their organization has ignored reality more than any other organization in the last 100 years. And the persecution of Christians is growing. Today, more (laughs) Christians are oppressed for their faith than ever. So they got upset when the UN called um, them merchants of misery. (laughs) Do you have an extra mic if I throw this one through a mirror? <laughs> Eric is also a member of the Council for National Policy, which was started in 1981 by Reverend Tim Lahav, one of the founders of the modern right-wing Christian movement. In he the always US. believes in the Lahavs versus yeah. the Lahav-notes. And uh, author of the apocalyptic Left Behind novels. <laughs> oh, no, that guy! The Left Behind guy? Yeah. Oh, God. New York Times quote, a little known club of a few hundred of the most powerful conservatives in the country, which has met behind closed doors at undisclosed locations for a confidential conference three times a year to strategize about how to turn the country to the right. 
membership is kept secret. Uh, thank God that didn't happen. Yeah, right, for sure. We Blackwater, dodged that bullet. Blackwater next formed Chenega Blackwater Solutions. What? The Chenega are an Alaskan Native American tribe Dave. made up of 69 people. Dave. Since it is a Native-owned company, the Chenega can win special no-bid contracts. Oh. So Eric teamed up with them. And so he just bribed the shit out of them. Gave him a bunch of fucking money. A bunch of money and was like, look, I get it. People are fucking you over. This is bullshit. Can you believe what these people do to you? Anyway, join up with us. We'll give you a ton of money and then I can do whatever I want and I'll make way more than I'm giving you. Yeah. In September 2006, an Army Missile Command Base opened in Japan. Chenega Blackwater got the security contract. Blackwater next opened up an 80-acre site in Illinois called Blackwater North. Back in Iraq on Christmas Eve 2006, a drunk Blackwater mercenary left a holiday party in the Green Zone. (laughs) He encountered an Iraqi guard of the vice president. No one knows what happened, but the guard was shot and died. Blackwater quickly fired the mercenary for having a gun while drunk. He forfeited his Christmas bonus. (laughs) And and I didn't mean to hoe. And was sent back to the U.S. but not prosecuted. Well, that's punishment. Yeah. The next year, he came back and worked for a different contracting company. That's not punishment. By the end of 2006, Donald Rumsfeld's dream had come true. Over 48,000 employees of the 181 private security companies were working in Iraq. Blackwater had brought in $1 billion in federal contracts and were 70% of security contract personnel. Oh, my God. In 2007... It is so... I I cannot believe this. Yeah. In 2007, Peter Singer published... Oh, hold on to your asshole, because this gets fucking crazy. In 2007, Peter Singer published The Dark Truth About Blackwater. He concluded private military contractors hurt the U.S. in Iraq. Their private mission is different from the public operation. For instance, those on escort duty are just about getting a client from point A to point B, not whether they win Iraqi hearts and minds along the way. Yeah. So you basically have two different forces doing two different things, one undermining the military. Also, if you're a citizen of one of these nations where this is all going on, how are you not confused as to well, what you, the mission is? You know what Blackwater is, but you also know you're already under occupation. Like, yeah. No one likes a fucking occupying military. No, plus, but now you've already, got... Yeah. Let's not act like the military is all fucking top-notch and fucking awesome anyway. No, but now but you've now got... now you have a worse military yeah, within the military. Right, exactly, yeah. Um, so, uh, one of Eric's dreams is also bigger, nicer bases with fast food franchises on them, which happened in Iraq and brought in more money at the same time. And created a force that was even more disconnected from the locals. Because previous wars, maybe they had to go out and get food or they had to interact more. But now they're really isolated except when they go out to do fucking missions. Like there's no, with these guys, there's no interacting with the people. Right. Except to shoot them on the road. Right. So, uh, and it also makes it seem like a long-term occupation when you're building giant bases with fast food. Sure, uh, yeah. No, if you throw a Taco Bell in there, you're sticking. And then bigger bases require more stuff which puts more convoys on the road, which leads to more conflict, which good angers, business, Dave. angers the locals and good creates business. more insurgents. Right. Good business, though, right? Yeah. More insurgents, better business, yeah, I would say, under the Blackwater model. Um, an act, uh, well, that's the problem, is their, their 
they have no interest in the war ending because they can. Why would they? They're a protective service. Yeah, it's it's against, <laughs> a private it's protective a, service. It, they would lose money if the war ends. Like for it's sure, just insane. Chaos allows security to make more money. An Iraqi interior ministry official, quote, they consider Iraqis like animals, although actually I think they may have more respect for animals. We have seen what they do in the streets. When they're not shooting, they're throwing water bottles at people and calling them names. Oh, my God. If you are terrifying a child or an elderly woman or you are killing an innocent civilian who is riding in his car, isn't that terrorism? Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 Yep. Yep. So he answered that. It's also a huge waste of money. The Defense Contract Audit Agency identified more than $10 billion in unsupported or questionable costs from contractors. $10 billion. The Special Inspector General for Iraq Reconstruction called corruption the second insurgency in Iraq. Halliburton overcharged the U.S. government $2.2 billion. That seems like nothing now. It's also Doesn't weird it? because it's, I, I, feel like like might, was so- I feel like there might be a guy... Who was working in the government? Who used to work for Halliburton? Oh, Halpert? Dave! I can't remember. Stop! Stop! Good lord! Is this the Cheney thing again? <laughs> Let him have one. The guy is staying alive by basically pumping his foot. So the families of the men killed in Fallujah. Those guys who lost those, their the, those, the those thing. litigious folk. Continue, continue their fight against Blackwater Good. and contacted Democrats in Congress. A congressional investigation concluded the four men had been sent into Fallujah, quote, without sufficient preparation or resources and support. Good. In May 2007, Blackwater mercenaries killed the driver of a passing car. The driver allegedly refused to follow Blackwater hand signals and, and the yelling of stop in Arabic. So they shot into his windshield. Now, Iraq's basically in an all-out civil war at this point. Right. Nobody could agree on how many people were being killed. Militant staged sophisticated ambushes against Blackwater convoys. And in September 16, 2007, a Blackwater team guarding a U.S. diplomat decided to evacuate him because a car bomb had gone off nearby. A motorcade of 19 men, called Raven 23, arrived at Niswar Square, or Nisour. I'm sure it's not Nisour. No, but still, it's nice to try um, it's a big crowded traffic circle with entrances and exits, right? Oh, so boy. it's just big fucking crazy situation. Yeah, yeah. So driving driving the right way through traffic is slower, <laughs> and it's also a perfect place for an ambush. So the armored vehicles drove counter to this, the way the traffic's going in the circle okay. to get through faster. And an Iraqi officer comes out and waves for the cars to stop to let them through. But a white Kia sedan doesn't stop. So... The guys in Raven 23 opened fire and killed the driver, who was a 20-year-old kid who was driving his mother to walk. She's a doctor, but he's driving his mom, his doctor mom to work. Now, the car keeps moving because the driver is dead, and dead people can't hit the brakes. Okay, you're right. So So they shoot the mom. Oh, my God. Why? Because the dead guy wouldn't stop the car. So what? Oh, my God. And then they started shooting Everything. Oh, no, Dave. And they called in helicopters that came and started shooting. A 20-minute gunfight with basically nobody. And then the Blackwater motorcade left. No Blackwater men were injured. Quote, the destruction left behind was incredible. Trees, electric poles, and structures at the southern end of the square have been riddled with bullets. Car upon car had been savaged. 
More than three dozen Iraqi civilians had been shot, 17 killed. The battalion commander overseeing military operations in the area said, quote, I did not see anything that indicated the contractors were fired upon. The military report concluded there was no enemy activity involved and called it a criminal event. Wow. Now, public opinion was uh, not good because usually in massacres, it's the, not. You go against the massacring yeah, party. You, you most when there's a massacre, usually massacring, not the massacre. Yeah, people aren't like, yeah, massacre. Yeah, all right, you really did that. Al Jazeera quote: An army that seeks fame, fortune, and thrill away from all considerations and ethics of military honor. The employees are known for their roughness. They are famous for shooting indiscriminately at vehicles or pedestrians who get close to their convoys. Blackwater was then com- compared to Al Qaeda in the Muslim world. Now, there's something you don't hear very often. No. That you know, would, you, we didn't get that one on the news. Probably resonate here. Hmm. Eric said his men followed policy and the vehicles had no bullet damage because they immediately fixed them since that's what the State Department's thousand-page rule book said to do. <laughs> I mean, it's a lot of BS. <laughs> a lot of fluff, too. A lot of padding. But the mercenaries were not happy about what went down. Not uh, three, sorry, three mercenaries were not happy about what went down. Uh, one report said a contractor was yelling no, no, no at his fellow Blackwater guards to stop them from firing. And some reports said one mercenary had to point a gun at another Blackwater mercenary to get him to stop shooting at civilians. Wow. Blackwater's license to operate in Iraq was suspended for five days. Oh, Jesus. So this shutdown, because everything is relying on Blackwater to move people back and forth. So it shuts down all U.S. diplomatic efforts, reconstruction intelligence operations. The five-day suspension? Because Blackwater because is who Blackwater guards. is that in the blood. They guard everybody they're, getting point eight. We've people. now allowed them to be that important. They're that important. I mean, they really are the Uber army. <laughs> <laughs> they really are. The FBI was brought in to investigate. Condoleezza Rice started begging the Iraqis to not kick out Blackwater. Oh my Blackwater God. then shut down its website and declined all interviews. A couple of weeks later, they sent out an email. Quote, the civilians reportedly fired upon by Blackwater professionals were, in fact, armed enemies. Then the website came back up as if nothing had happened. <laughs> we're back, baby. Hey, what'd you guys decide to do? Say, fuck it. Yeah, hey, we came up with a statement. What's the statement? It's a lie. We said, go fuck yourself. Hey, we're loading. One Raven 23 member made a deal and pled guilty to manslaughter, attempted manslaughter, and aiding and abetting. Uh, and then he said he would testify. Eric put out a statement, quote, Blackwater is extremely disappointed and surprised to learn that an individual independent contractor has said he committed wrongdoing and no criminal violations occurred. Mm -hmm. Again, to be clear, (laughs) Uh, five men were charged with 14 counts of voluntary manslaughter, 20 counts of attempted manslaughter, among other crimes. Eric said the men were, quote, sacrificed by the State Department. A 2007 defense bill put the contractors under the Uniform Code of Military Justice, which many say is unconstitutional. So Eric testified before Congress. The PR powerhouse, Burson Marsteller, prepared him. The CEO of Burson Marsteller uh, at the time was a top campaign consultant to the Hillary Clinton campaign. Representative Dana Rohrbacher said Eric was, quote, on his way to being an American hero, just like Ollie North. Oh, what a hero. 
What a legendary hero. Good it's God. Insane. It's insane. It's insane. We're insane. These are insane people. I mean, uh, these are fucking insane people. Blackwater kept moving ahead, looking to op- open Blackwater West, which would start working with border control to stop drug smuggling. Oh, God. They found a 124-acre plot in a town called Potrero, close to the border, while and residents of Potrero held rallies and protested against Blackwater. In 2007, the Department of Defense renewed and expanded Blackwater's contract with a four-year, $92 million deal for aviation services in Afghanistan, Kyrgyzstan, Pakistan, and Uzbekistan. I mean, they are genuinely getting, like, Aaron Rodgers contract numbers. Yeah, it's fucking crazy. Yeah, four-year, $92 million. I mean... <laughs> wait, million or billion? Million. Okay, that's what I thought. No, not billion. Blackwater now had over 50 government contracts, oh bringing my in God. $600 million Holy a year. Holy shit. They had 2,000 contractors in 20 <sighs> different countries, 40 aircraft, and armored... This is so clearly against the interest of the country. Yes. For sure. An armored personnel carrier production line, and an 183 repurposed NOAAH... So they took an old... Scientific vessel and turned it into a war vehicle. Oh, no. They still trained more than 25,000 people each year in North Carolina. The Center for Constitutional Rights filed a suit for the uh, victims in the square against Blackwater. Attorney Susan Burke described Eric as, quote, a modern day merchant of death. Yeah, there we go. She said Eric and Blackwater were liable for committing war crimes and summary execution. Eric testified for seven hours. He criticized the FBI's handling of the investigation. Quote, it seems the ballistic analysis was done to prove the guilt of Americans, not to just try to identify what happened there. Right. Because Again, the it's only, the, number one, no. you fucking got rid of it, you dickbag. Yeah. But number two, there were no shots fired at them. But that it, it, is, the, it is now, we are now in that simple uh of a situation where it is that simple where you literally just say the thing that you're doing the other person's doing they say you did it and then everyone's like well we're not sure yeah the UN then released a two hour a two year study concluding private contractors were performing military duties even though they were hired as security so now the UN's investigating they found that these guys are literally being mercenaries right the report found that the use of contractors like Blackwater was a quote new form of mercenary activity and illegal under international law. Thankfully, the United States did not sign the 1989 UN Mercenary Convention banning the use of mercenaries. Well, good, good. So good. it's illegal under UN law. Blackwater is illegal. It is a And it's fucking... legal under US. It's legal because the US did not sign that. Yeah. Right. Susan Burke filed five additional lawsuits against Blackwater. One brought by four Iraqis alleged, quote, Mr. Prince was well aware that his men, including his top executives in North Carolina, viewed shooting innocent Iraqis as sport. Those who killed and wounded innocent Iraqis tended to rise higher in Mr. Pence's organization than those who abided by the rule of law. Now, let's let's remember... Eric's uh, mentor, Nixon's hatchet man guy, um, was a born-again Christian who hated Muslims. Mm -hmm. Eric hates Muslims. So Eric totally just... Right, clearly. One whistleblower said Eric, quote, views himself as a Christian crusader tasked with eliminating Muslims. Oh, I mean, it, it is truly on this level of fucking crazy. Yeah. 
This oh. is... Holy shit. It's a crusade in his mind. He's a Christian. You're sending him into a... What do you fucking think it is? I I missed when I thought it was corruption four minutes ago. But if you have a a militaristic Christian, then it's a fucking crusade when he goes into a place like this. It's a fucking crusade. Oh, my God. Views himself as a Christian crusader tasked with eliminating Muslims and the Islamic faith from the globe. Oh my god. And that Eric's, That's a whistleblower. And that Eric's companies, quote, encouraged and rewarded the destruction of Iraqi life. Oh my god. A suit also said one employee photographed How a, counter... I mean, uh, fuck. Okay, sorry. A suit also said one employee photographed a Blackwater executive packing illegal weapons for shipment to Iraq. The employee <sighs> mysteriously died soon after. Two whistleblowers confirmed this. Eric admitted to packing weapons in dog food, but said it was to prevent theft by corrupt government inspectors, not smuggling. Wait. Because <laughs> the Iraqis are corrupt, so you got to pack shit in dog food or else they'll take it. I, when you're admitting that you're packing weapons in dog food, can we admit that things are a little off track? <laughs> the whistleblower sued, alleging Blackwater defrauded the government by overbilling and billing for unqualified workers. The suit said Blackwater put a sex worker in Afghanistan on the payroll as part of a, quote, moral welfare recreation. So... Morale? Yeah. Welfare recreation. Wait, that's how they... All right. That was how they put it. the the escort, so Eric, the sex Eric worker Prince. on the um, the Christian. That's how the Christian put the sex worker on the payroll. So it's terminology. It's just you got to come up with the right terms. Yeah. <sighs> one former uh, employer said, "Quote: Mr. Prince and his employees murdered or had murdered one or more persons who have provided information or who were planning to provide information to the federal authorities about the ongoing criminal conduct." And quote, on more than one occasion, Mr. Prince and his top managers gave orders to destroy emails and other documents. Many incriminating videotapes, documents, and emails have been shredded and destroyed. He also said, quote, on several occasions after my departure from Mr. Prince's employee, Mr. Prince's management has personally threatened me with death and violence. Well, of course they have. Because they're fucking mercenaries and they're ex-CIA guys. And that's, that's what they get they away with fucking, and how they operate, that's how, how they, they roll. I mean, yeah. The judge threw out most uh, of the this allegations. Is, this is cr- very frightening stuff, Dave. Yeah, we might get killed. The judge threw out most of the allegations and uh, a jury found for Blackwater and the remaining allegations. Uh, a jury. In the fall of 2008, the stoning of... Soraya M. premiered. The film is based on the true story of an Iranian woman stoned by her neighbors after refusing to give her husband a divorce. Mm -hmm. The stoning is brutal. The director said, quote, I wanted people to never forget what a stoning really is. So it's a lengthy, brutal stoning on video. The film was financed by a man named Eric Prince. What? On December 31st, 2009, a U.S. district judge dismissed all charges against the four guards being prosecuted for the massacre in Niswar Square. Right, the unmotivated, unarmed massacre. On the grounds that the case against the Blackwater guards had been improperly built on testimony given in exchange for immunity. (laughs) Which Uh, is how uh, almost all fucking American cases are. And... 
January 1st, 2009, on January 1st, 2009, a new status of forces agreement between the U.S. and Iraq went into effect. So they're, we're an occupying force. So to be there, Iraq has rules for right. us to be there. And that, that it's called the, the status of forces agreement. It was coming up for renegotiation or to be redone. Mm-hmm. And this is when Bush was in office. Um, so they renegotiated it with Bush. Um, uh, immediately when it went into effect, Iraqi officials declared they would not issue Blackwater a license to continue to operate in Iraq. Weird. The, the State Department canceled Blackwater's work. Eric blamed Barack Obama and Hillary Clinton, <laughs> even though the agreement had happened under Bush. Right. Well, still, I mean, come on. It's obvious who did it. <laughs> For his part, Obama just moved Blackwater contractors to Afghanistan, doubling the number of forces under Bush there. Obama, quote, this push must be joined by a dramatic increase in our civilian effort. These were exactly the private contractors Obama had been campaigning against using while he ran for president. In February, due to all the past bad PR, Blackwater changed its name to Z Services. XZ. So they're French? Yeah. We are Z Z Services. Is it Z? Z? I mean, how's it spelled? XE? XE? Yeah, it's a Z probably. Z? Yeah. Zay Services. Companies like Raytheon wanted deniability so they could hire Zay and later claim we didn't know it was Blackwater. So, uh, I mean, it is that simple. It's that simple. It's that simple. It's a name change. It's a name change, and no one, because of like what you said, because, the only because guy. Because of the re- lack of attention that we have to give to things, that is enough. Well, how many guys are reporting on it? Fucking no, Scahill, none, none, uh, none. Uh, Glenn Greenwald, maybe yeah. a couple others. Yeah. So, of course, no one would fucking That's know it. if yeah. it says a different name. Right. The North Carolina campus was renamed the U.S. Training Center Incorporated. Eric Prince announced his resignation as CEO on March 2nd, 2009. He remained chairman of the board, but was out of day-to-day operations. In months, nine vice presidents, half of them all, and 16 directors left Zay. Some were asked to go. Others resigned. The company kept operating in North Carolina, training 20,000 law enforcement officers. There were 1,575 contractors in Iraq and Afghanistan. Zay also worked for companies like Monsanto, Chevron, the Walt Disney Company, Royal Caribbean Cruise Lines, and baking giants Deutsche Bank and Barclays. Oh, my God. All great companies. In June 2009, CIA Director Leon Panetta met in a closed session with the House and Senate Intelligence Committees about a covert action program that the CIA had concealed from Congress. Panetta said he had just learned of it the day before and shut it down. Eric and Blackwater were key participants in the program. This was all leaked to the press. So it turns out the CIA had recruited Eric Prince to join a secret network of U.S. citizens with special skills or unusual access to targets of interest. So these are people they think have a special set of skills. Right. And, and, and an important set of skills. An important set of skills. <laughs> we don't know how many Blackwater people were directly involved with the CIA. Several ex-Blackwater guards told the New York Times, quote, their involvement in the operations became so routine that the lines dividing the CIA, the military, and Blackwater became blurred. Oh, boy. 
The CIA had a secure telephone line and sensitive compartmented information facility at Blackwater's headquarters. Oh, so that's boy. one of those you can't hear. Yeah, anything. yeah, yeah. That's I mean, yeah, for sure. What a great that's advantageous to the CIA. So like, we'd love to make phone calls from there. You got a code of silence, we're in. <laughs> Eric allegedly participated in an Al-Qaeda assassination program. Oh, boy. In the 1970s, uh, President Ford issued executive order, orders that forbid assassinations uh, after the CIA had tried to kill a like, bunch of world leaders. Right. Doing their thing. Right, yeah. Castro, right, right, so on right, and so yeah, forth. Yeah. But the CIA really wanted to assassinate people again. They were like, this is our fucking jam. It was fun. This is our shit. It's good. Eric ended up shelling out his own money to make assassination squads, which he trained at his home instead of at Blackwater. Oh, no. But like in the movies, people in D.C. wouldn't pull the trigger when they had a chance to kill someone. Same as in the movies. It's like right out of the fucking movies. Right. Frustrated, Eric and an ex-CI man made plans to create privatized hit squads. Jesus Christ. Eric, quote, we were building a unilateral, unattributable capability. If it went bad, we weren't expecting the chief of station, the ambassador, or anyone to bail us out. It's straight out of a fucking the, the, shitty the, movie. The, this is... You are talking about assassination squads? Yeah. I mean, Dave... <laughs> his sister's in charge of education. <laughs> this is now. Yeah. It's fine. So... It's fine. Uh, it's fine. Uh, but Obama pulled the plug on the whole thing. At least Jose's able to sleep. Oh, thank God. That is a good statement to hear. Eric was also involved in extraordinary renditions. Working with the CIA... Songs? Working with the CIA, Blackwater flew terror suspects from Guantanamo to Pakistan, Afghanistan, and Uzbekistan, oh, where no. they were brutally tortured. No, no, no. Oh, and Eric was involved in drone strikes to kill al-Qaeda and Taliban leaders. Under Obama, drone attacks were dramatically expanded. Zay Services won the contract. The company also guarded the drone bases. So they're they're putting the drones on the fucking, you know, putting the bombs on the drones, mm-hmm. arming them. Uh, the company in charge, and in they're charge also of- guarding the bases. The CIA terminated Zay's drone operations contract in 2009 after it was leaked that they were involved. To the and New someone York Times. was like, "That's Blackwater." Oh, I know that. We one. didn't know. No, that's Zay. That's Zay. Are you sure? It's like when Radio Shack just became the Shack. But the CIA renewed Zay's contract in 2010 to provide security for sure. operatives in the field. Sure, good. Eric blamed congressional Democrats for the leaks and says there is a double standard. There is. You ready? Yeah. Quote, the left complained about how CIA operative Valerie Plame's identity was compromised for political reasons. Okay, I'm ready for this. Well, what happened to me was worse. Oh, really? Air Bear. People acting for political reasons disclose not only the existence of a very sensitive program, but my name along with it. Yeah, because you create an assassination squad. (laughs) You anus. (laughs) Eric said he was put on an Al-Qaeda hit list. Good. Yeah, of course. Good. Of course you were. (laughs) And that forced him to take extensive security precautions for his family. 
In March 2010, Eric's Prince, Eric Prince sold Aviation Worldwide Services, which included 73 aircraft and se- this is what he's built up with this 73 aircraft and 700 men. A oh. month later, a federal grand jury issued a 15-count indictment against Blackwater's former president and four other executives, charging they conspired to skirt federal weapons laws. So this is from that thing before with the whistleblowers. Sure, sure, sure. They really wanted Eric Prince. That was the target. The prosecution said Blackwater got the Camden County Sheriff's Department, says North Carolina, to buy automatic weapons. So they, there it is. They could buy automatic weapons, but right. but they couldn't. They had to go through other channels. So they were getting the, yeah, right. They gave the King of Jordan several firearms and falsified paperwork to cover it up. Holy shit. They shipped illegal weapons to Iraq and dog food. Blackwater said they had to hide the guns because corrupt Iraqis would take them. By 2010, Blackwater was shelling out $2 million a month in legal bills. In April 2011, a U.S. federal appeals court reinstated the manslaughter charges against the four guards who had killed the Iraqis in the square. Nice. I like how it's manslaughter. Yeah. Uh, in 2012, Blackwater settled a lawsuit filed by six of the victims for an undisclosed sum. Then in February 2013, the government's prosecution collapsed. Charges against the uh, three of the Blackwater uh, executives were dismissed. And two others agreed to plead guilty to reduced misdemeanor charges for faulty record keeping. No jail. For faulty record keeping? No jail. Blackwater paid a $42 million penalty to the State Department for violating arm export laws. One senior prosecution official said the Obama administration continuing to award contracts to former Blackwater companies while the case was going on against Blackwater is what killed the case. He compared the Blackwater empire to a drug syndicate and said prosecutors should not get anyone under Eric Prince to test. And so they could not get anyone under Eric Prince. Everyone was scared to testify against Eric Prince. Uh, Quote, this is very much the concern. You push the buttons on the company, but the main bad guy gets away and does it again. No criminal charges were filed against Eric. Yeah, it's like a tapeworm. Yeah. We got to get it by its damn head. Put milk in front of your the, his mouth and then... No, he doesn't even need to be milk. It's just some kind of little treat. Yeah. So you put a treat in front of Eric? Like a... Yeah, you put a little treat in front of Eric's mouth yeah. and then this satanic demon that's taken over this uh, otherwise a gorgeous... Wonderful. Uh, Christian, pious yes. vehicle is finally... We can finally rip the demon out. And then Eric... And then Eric, Dave, yes. will realize the error of his ways. Yeah. Yeah. Eric sold Zay Services to a Los Angeles-based consortium in December 2010, and the company became Academy. <laughs> Eric kept ownership of the Blackwater trademark and the Bear Paw logo. I wonder why. He couldn't, he wouldn't, sorry, he wouldn't rule out not using it again. Right. He then moved to Abu Dhabi. Abu Dhabi. In the United Arab Emirates. Oh, boy. is an autocracy that looks modern compared to the insane Saudi Arabia. Yeah. By that, I mean women are allowed to drive. Right. Oh, but they have Sharia law. So right. um, Eric remained in a, a Virginia resident taxpayer while I lived there. And then he got to work. He brought Colombians into the United Arab Emirates posing as construction workers. Okay. They were actually soldiers for an 800-man secret mercenary arming Eric was building for the crown prince of Abu Dhabi. Oh, my God. (laughs) Raising an army for a wealthy Muslim sheik is obviously very Christian. 
Mercenaries were to conduct opera- special operations inside and outside of the UEA, defend from terrorist attacks, and put down internal revolts. A former Australian Army officer was publicly listed as commander of what was called the Presidential Guard. Oh my god! One reason for the Colombians and other foreigners was that Eric Prince has a strict rule. Hire no Muslims because Muslim soldiers could not be counted on to kill fellow Muslims. Because that's never happened. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) That's a tenant. (laughs) In October 2011, Obama announced, quote, The last American soldiers will cross the border out of Iraq with their heads held high, proud of their success. Big news. Mm -hmm. And total fucking bullshit. As you now know, American soldiers are not private contractors. Obama actually was leaving an army-sized division of mercenaries behind. The U.S. has not left Iraq and will not be doing so for the foreseeable future. We have built the largest embassy in the world in Baghdad. On October 2014, a federal jury convicted one of the shooters from the square. Okay, we're getting there. That's like seven years later. Dave, give me something. (laughs) Give me something. I'm hungry. He's convicted of first-degree murder. Uh, The three other guards were uh, convicted of voluntary manslaughter and using a machine gun to commit a violent crime. (laughs) I mean, that's quite a thing to say. The murderer got uh, life in prison. The others got 30 years. Eric kept on being Eric. He founded Frontier Resource Group, a logistic and transportation company based in Hong Kong. Here we go. Let's find out how awful this is. (laughs) Because it sounds adorable. (laughs) If anyone else was in charge, doesn't sound nefarious. The largest investor was the Chinese government's biggest state-owned investment firm. Okay. Eric then traveled to at least a half a dozen countries to offer private military forces. He met with Libyan officials. Wow. Which is... How, uh, I mean, how is this possible? Which is under a bunch of UN and defense restrictions. Totally, yeah. illegal, totally illegal. Eric went to Nigeria, and he met with President Goodluck Jonathan and offered a $1.5 billion proposal to wipe out Boko Haram. Wow. Everywhere, he was trying to sell modified small aircraft to be used militarily. The, this, I mean, this... The, what, I mean, what this results in... Oh, it's as chaos. far as it's worldwide chaos. warfare, it's chaos. I mean, is just it's it's all for fucking money, and it's FRG's leadership <sighs> objected to what Eric was doing. Several FRG colleagues said he was using his role as chairman to offer Blackwater-like services to foreign governments. These were services FRG could not handle because it lacked the capacity, expertise, and legal authority to do so. They were not set up to do no, any of this, right. but he was just going out and selling them as a military. Oh shit! They're they're not that. They're like this. Like I said, a transportation and logistics. Like they're so, not so, so. The, the guys who are there. Are like we don't do that. So it starts this internal fucking thing at the company. Um, uh, the board. Then the board was told. It was shifting into security services. What? To assist China's international development policy. This disgusted two American executives, CEO oh Greg God. Smith and retired Admiral William Fallon, a Frontier board member. They both quit. One said, quote, 
Eric's a rogue chairman. Eric wants to be a real no-shit mercenary. He's off the rails exposing many U.S. citizens to criminal liabilities. Eric hides in the shadow and uses FSG for legitimacy. There's an internal struggle at FSG. In 2005, SS, FSG retained... So I think there's a president guy there, whatever. The Smith guy retains the law firm King and Spalding to conduct a review of the company's legal exposure to violations of U.S. law on weapons sales <laughs> and the export of defense services to foreign governments. Uh-huh, what right? they find. So someone in the company is asking a law firm <laughs> yeah. to check to see if Eric is committed. Right, right. And they've got to be like, um, well, yeah... Specifically, Eric tried to make uh, make a deal with Azerbaijan's Ministry of Defense for several American crop dusters that he had secretly modified into attack and surveillance aircraft. Oh, my God. But now it seems that he's super fucking low rent, right? Yeah, no, it is, like, sad. Like, but it's but it's it's well, it's not even sad. It's just nickel and diamond. Yeah. It's like the the upside is no longer there. Yeah. No, it's no, like heroin was great at first, but now I've got to shoot it in between my toes, it's, and it's not even good junk. He used to be working with fucking drones, and now he's like, hey man, I can I can fit a crop dude, duster. Dude, 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 do you need? Dude, let me give you two crop yeah. dusters. Two crop yeah. dusters, okay? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Give me yeah. two okay. crop dusters, okay? And what I'm gonna do is yeah. I'm gonna outfit the crop dusters, okay? okay? And what? then oh by the way, I got skateboards, <laughs> I got skateboards, <laughs> and they got Roman candles on the back, and when you ride them downhill, you're gonna look like you're on a goddamn spaceship, okay? Come on, I'll suck your dick. If you'll buy fireworks from me, I will suck your fucking cock if you buy fireworks from me. I got a Christian mouth. Come on, hey, come, Christian on mouth. come on, come on. I can't swallow your cum, but I can just put it. Just come on, my. Oh yeah. So the law firm concluded Eric could potentially be charged with brokering defense articles without a license. In 2016, the firm lawyer Chris Ray informed the Justice Department that Eric Prince had likely violated U.S. law while trying to sell secretly modified paramilitary attack aircraft to Azerbaijan's military. I mean... So the law firm hired by his own company is now fucking <laughs> narking him out to the Justice Department. <laughs> Those fighting with Eric over control of FSG concluded no one in the Justice Department, this is Obama's Justice Department at the time, wanted to deal with this until the election was over. So they want to punt it. Right. Uh, oh, by the way, in 2017, James Comey uh, was pushed out as FBI director, and Chris Ray yeah. took over. Yeah, yeah. Well, good. Well, maybe. Do you think? Well, okay. The U.S. started investigating Eric. Eric was heard discussing opening bank accounts in China to help Libyan associates. Is, isn't he already on the outs? No, because all they do is tell the Justice Department. People are investigating him, but... but okay. All right. uh, he did open the accounts, and he got help from Chinese intelligence to open the accounts for Libyans. <laughs> Later that year, Academy once again reached a weak settlement with the Justice Department to pay a fine. This time, $7.5 million for, quote, unauthorized sales of satellite phones in Sudan. Aca- uh, Academy is another one of the side groups. That's, this, that's the Blackwater turned into Zay turned right, into Academy. Okay, right, right, right. That's what I thought. Uh, unauthorized sales of satellite phones in Sudan, unauthorized military training provided to foreign governments, including Canada's illegal concession. <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa. I didn't expect that to hear the C word. It's just fucking insane. What are they doing? I don't know. We need you to make the Mounties evil. Illegal possession of automatic weapons and other violations. Attempt to bring criminal charges against Eric once again failed. 
At some point, Eric decided to stop keeping a low profile. So he's been doing this. And yeah, under yeah. Obama, he's kind of flying out of the radar. No, no, I mean, yeah. I mean, he's more visual now. Yeah. Ever, ever, since the, ever, ever since the shit about Blackwater came out public, the, the Nusby Square uh, attacks, the massacre, he's keeping a low profile. He's trying to keep it on the DL. Well, those aren't fun shit. headlines. Eric decides to stop keeping low profile and starts appearing on Brett Bart Radio. Okay. He was clearly trying to send someone a message. He told Steve Bannon that Trump should recreate a version of the Phoenix program, a CIA assassination ring that operated during the Vietnam War to fight ISIS. The program would kill or capture, quote, the funders of Islamic terror, and that would even be the wealthy radical Islamicist billionaires funding it from the Middle East. He's talking about going after the um, Saudi fucking princes and shit. Like, he's talking about going way deep into, like, that shit. (sighs) Eric donated donated $100,000 to the Trump Victory Committee, a pack run by Rebecca Mercer. Eric's mother gave $50,000. Eric became a frequent guest at Trump Tower. He backed Trump's proposal to make 2 million barrels of Iraq's daily oil to take. I mean, so uh, remember that? Right. Almost will take their oil. Uh, He called it, quote, doable. Very plausible. Days before the election, Eric said the NYPD was about to arrest Hillary Clinton, but it was stopped by the Justice Department. Do you remember that? No. Yeah, remember that was a big thing. Apparently, Hillary had been to a sex island with a convicted pedophile at least six times. His claims were displayed on Breitbart and all over right-wing websites. On election night, Eric and his new wife, Stacey DeLuke. I don't know what happened to Joanna. Okay, I was just going to... She's out. Sure. Uh, They were inside Trump's campaign headquarters. There's a picture on election night of Eric, Pence, and Trump with their families. Eric was described as a member of, quote, a kind of shadow transition team. He was advising the Trump team on matters related to intelligence and defense, including weighing in on candidates for the defense and state departments. In December... Uh, my head's shaking for listeners out there. <laughs> it has been for about 30 minutes. In December, Frontier Services Group issued a press release that outlined plans to open, quote, a forward operating base in China's Yunnan province and another in the Xinjiang province, uh, region, home to the mostly Muslim Uyghur minority. So those are the ones that are being severely fucking attacked by the Chinese government. Okay. In January, it was reported China was holding 120,000 Uyghurs in re-education camps. Oh, my God. Former associates of Eric said he wants to use the bases to train and deploy no. an army of Chinese... No. Reti- no. What? No. <laughs> oh, my God, Dave. What is, is going on? I mean, is there a, is there a mercenary... Um, Rehab camp? Like, is there is there a Malibu rehab place for people who can't stop being mercenaries? Oh, good. You mean promises? <laughs> Former associates of Eric said he wants to use the bases to train and deploy an army of Chinese retired soldiers who can protect Chinese corporate and government strategic interests Dude, around the so world. Fucked. Around the world. Without having to involve the Chinese People's Liberation Army. So we, I mean, we are just, I mean, this, tr- it is, this, he's armies doing, are cabs. He's doing to China. Uber is this. What he did to America. Yeah, he is now creating, like, 
Side game. Yeah, it's massive chaos. Quote, he's been working very, very hard to get China to buy into a new Blackwater. He's hell-bent on reclaiming his position as the world's preeminent private military provider. U.S. law prohibits the export of military services or equipment to China. Yeah. But let me give. June 1st, 2017. Eric wrote an op-ed for the Wall Street Journal. He should not be doing that. Called, quote, the MacArthur model for Afghanistan. He listed five things Trump needs to do to fix the, quote, expensive disaster that is Afghanistan. You're not going to believe this. It involves privatization. Oh, shockingly. Eric seemed to have become emboldened by Trump's presidency. He shows no apparent concern that the FBI or Justice Department may be pursuing him, because they probably are not. A couple of weeks ago, Eric and Oliver North hosted a fundraiser at Eric's home in Virginia for California Republican Representative Dana Rohrabacher. Oh, my God. All of this while he has become a central figure in the investigation of possible collusion between Trump and Russia. Eric testified before the House Intelligence Committee in November about his alleged efforts to establish a secret back channel between Trump and Russia uh, during a meeting. I didn't even know meeting. that was them. And I don't know how to say this. I thought it was, I, I, I had no idea this country existed. I thought it was a, when I first read it, I thought it was a Greek city. Sekelis, it's an African nation. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway, uh, that meeting uh, was to have occurred in January 2017. Eric denies it. In August 2017, the U.S. Court of Appeals threw out the murder conviction of one of the shooters in Nasri Square. Well, I mean, this is quite a roller coaster. And ordered the other mercenaries to be resentenced. None of them has been set free, but they are currently not sentenced to those. Okay. There are currently more than. 23,000 private contractors in Afghanistan and upwards of 5,000 in Iraq. Today, Eric Prince is working for China while simultaneously advising Donald Trump, the president of the United States of America. That's where you turn your little iPad off, huh? (laughs) Wow, dude. That is so much worse than I could have imagined. I, I, to me, like Blackwater uh, was a thing that I knew was a private military force that seemed like it got way more money than anyone in the army. That is, that's what's so hard to sort of to sort of bridge is the idea that like we support that that this because- whole idea of supporting troops and supporting the army and supporting the military is now. It, it, it's such a uh, so, so, difficult thing to do when you allow this sort of thing, well, yeah, like so, a mercenary force. So if you're if you're if there's a war, which I'm opposed to all these fucking things, but so say there is a war, and you have soldiers who are government soldiers who are doing a job, and next to them you have these super high paid guys who have no rules apply to. How do you then what does that tell the soldiers yeah. about what they're doing? And then on top of that, are you not going to then pilfer the best soldiers to come to work for the mer- mercenary? Like, yeah, it's the most fucked up. No, like it is Rumsfeld, Cheney, Bush, yeah. Powell, Rice are the dumbest motherfuckers and, and, on the face and, of the most corrupt 
stupidest pieces of shit that have ever, ever existed in this country. And you should also not allow yourself to fall prey to this idea, uh, now more than ever after hearing that, that this isn't, that, that these people are enviable people in the world that we live in now. Fuck that no. because of Trump, you miss Bush or you miss Fuck these no. people. Fuck because no. it truly is, it's the person who pulls the thread. These are the people who pull the thread that allow this, what is probably about to start happening in the next couple of years. Um, this that motherfucker. This motherfucker needs to be taken down immediately. Immediately, because the chaos that he's going to fucking create coming out of China, yeah. we cannot handle as a and world. We, I mean, the goddamn dude. We it's are bad just, enough we're that way. I know. You do I that. Know, you have right. other countries yeah, behaving right, that way. Right. I mean, we have no to need fucking, to blow smoke on the non-smokers. This all has to be real. Then we have to reel this in. But holy fuck, if other countries start doing this, and they, and then who knows? They probably already are. Yeah. But man, I mean, That's imagine China doing dude, the same thing that we're fucking it, doing. It when uh, you and I have talked about. Um, what is that three-hour uh, documentary with that English guy who narrates it that we both Hypernormalization. Went? Hypernormalization. When you watch that, what you see are the seeds of how things... The great undoing of things. Yeah. The first time there's a suicide bombing. The first, like All these things that are just like someone thought of them and then someone did them. And then now it's so prevalent and, and it creates so much violence and chaos. And it's stuff like this that is just going to continue... To do that, it's these little these little things when you hear about them that 10, 15 years later you're like, oh, why why do we have private military force training uh, uh, with an American with a guy who influences the president? Why is he allowed to go be a door to door salesman for chaos? It, it, really, he's a door to door salesman for chaos. I mean, Jesus Christ, J fucking. Jonathan Good fucking mouth or whatever his name is yeah. in Nigeria. What's that guy's name? Uh, yeah, Jonathan Good Luck, Good Luck yes. Jonathan. I mean, yes. Jesus Christ, being in business with that fucking guy. Like, well, he will sell you, anything to yeah. anyone. Yeah, no, it, it really is. I mean, and, and he says is, he's a fucking Christian. Dude, and then it, on top of that all, it's the crazy American Christian thing. I know. They're out of how their fucking they, minds. They have nothing they to do it? with Christianity. How do they allow it? They have nothing to do with how Christianity. How do you allow it? Nothing. I mean, we are, this is just the, oh, fuck, dude. You and I need to go fight outside but this is just this is it is the great hollowing it is the great hollowing we are now at the point where we care so much more about looking into the goddamn phone than the fact that so shortly we are going to have this shit under the oh, and what's funny is is that God if you what's funny is is that if you if you bring this kind of stuff up to people they look at you like you're a crazy person well, I, I guarantee but this you is a lot the of reality. people are going to listen to the, the reaction we're having and probably think that it sounds a little like uh, but this is what he's doing yeah, I know if you told people this they'd be like well yeah they'd look at you like you, yeah. you have no, a fucking for sure. for hat sure. on yeah. this no, is reality true, yeah. it's Happen fucking insane happening. happening and also at some point we don't I mean we're already probably there but you, you can't put this back in a bottle no. like it's over no and it just and chaos just keeps Dude, spreading how are we yeah we're not I mean Iraq is already chaos spreading and you we're can not see that. gonna be able to fight a private military force not easily. I mean, not without a mass. I mean, again, we are talking about... No. All right, let's go fight. All right. Okay. The street. Thanks. Hey there, people listening to The Dollop. Uh, this is Gareth. Yes, the same guy. I Listen, I have a new podcast called We're Here to Help that I'm doing with my friend Jake Johnson. It's basically a call and advice show where we don't say that we're professionals because we aren't, but we try to help people with problems that are important to them. 
You can listen to it wherever you listen to podcasts, and it is out right now. So go listen to We're Here to Help with Jake and Gareth. We're here to help with Gareth and Jake. I don't remember how we did it, but either way, fun. Half Hour comes out Tuesday, August 22nd, and the episodes will be out every Tuesday and Friday. We're here to help. Oh, hey there, everybody. It's Gareth, you know, from this uh, this podcast. Uh, listen, I've got some stand-up shows. I'm inviting the Garmy, the Gareth Army, to join me for. I will be in Fort Collins, Colorado, August 18th and August 19th. I will be in Minneapolis, Minnesota, August 24th through August 26th at Acme. I will be going to the UK in September. Please join me. I will be in Glasgow, September 13th, London, September 15th, Dublin, September 17th, September 19th, Manchester, Birmingham, September 20th, Bristol, September 22nd, and Cardiff, September 24th. And then in November, I'll be in Australia. November 10th, almost sold out, I think. I'll be in Melbourne, Australia. Then I will be in Northbridge, Australia on November 15th. Adelaide, November 16th. Canberra, November 17th. Brisbane, November 18th. And then I will be in uh, Sydney on November 24th. Go to GarethReynolds.com for tickets. Garmy, let's get at it. After it. Let's see you there.